Buenos días, señores y señores. Es hora de podcast diario de estándar. Sin más temor, comenzamos. It's Cinco de Mayo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you could be here for today's episode of the Daily Standup. Without any further ado, let's get started. It is Cinco de Mayo. And I thought it would be fun to talk about something that I learned about. I want to say it was either 2018 or 2019 when this first came up. I was with a group and we, they wanted to do something fun. And it was a group of product uh, product managers and product owners. And they were talking about how to get the retrospective to be more interesting or to be more inclusive. And um, one of the things they talked about was they said, you know, it's close to Cinco de Mayo. Let, let's do a Cinco de Mayo theme retrospective. And I was like, okay, you know, I didn't necessarily get where I was going, but I was totally open to it. So this group, I, I believe they may have even published a blog about this. Maybe you want to Google Cinco de Mayo retrospective. It'll probably come up. Uh, but they were talking about the need for teams to be reminded that they're part of a big picture and not just themselves. When they need to identify the ripple effects and how that might impact them or uh, when they face impossible odds, this is that retrospective where the team just needs that extra lift. And if it's around Cinco de Mayo, it's also a good excuse to to order a taco bar for everyone, right? And now you can do that remote with Taco Bell where you can have tacos for everybody on the team. I just thought it's a fun idea. So this type of retrospective tends to focus on team values, openness, and it helps the team think about how openness just isn't being willing to open to help yourself, but it's being open to new ideas. And I think this is where the product management and product leadership comes in. Uh, That thought leads to a question about how we as a team can be more open to new ideas about how we obtain work, the type of work that's going on, not only from each other, but from the stakeholders, right? And that leads to how can we be more effective in creating and uh, creating new themes or new ways or finding new creative problem-solving solutions together, Uh, finding ways to exceed the expectations of the stakeholder instead of just meeting the acceptance criteria. Um, the truth is, when it's time to gather feedback, we also add in looking for this ripple effect that I was talking about before. I would talk about before in in things that we do. And if anything, we if we're facing something that seems impossible to overcome, we need to find a way to solve that problem. So this is a good team building, fun, coordinating way to do this. I thought it was really cool. And there is, by the way, I, I Googled in case you were wondering, there is a, a, a post about this. And they even have some ideas on Pinterest of how you can decorate and things you can do. I just thought this was kind of crazy cool. So I thought it'd be good for a wacky Wednesday. Great for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so to set the stage, you start off with some thought-provoking quotes that led the great discussion, right? That lead to great discussion um, about how openness is more than being willing to open yourself, but it's about being willing to open to others and their ideas. Um, and it leads to some realizations uh, that the team is uh, is hearing themselves speak, but oftentimes they don't hear others speak. So it gives you a chance to be more open to stakeholder ideas and even be more open to questioning who you are and what you're doing, right? So the goal of this retrospective is to help the team see why openness is one of the Scrum values and how to grow in the practice of using it, which I think is good. So there you go. So it's kind of fun because the recommendation they make is they did a Cinco de Mayo activity with a twist. It was a scrum scavenger hunt. I thought that was cool. Um, they thought of places that they could make clues that were related to scrum. So uh, 
it was kind of cool. The whiteboard for the red, they used the whiteboard for the retrospective, a toaster, a toaster oven to make snacks and keep them warm. Uh, and the pig they used to toss around during a daily stand-up, uh, they used as a prop to get them moving around the building. And they added in some other scrum things like markers and Mountain Dew and all that good stuff, right? But the goal was to get everybody on their feet, thinking in a different way about the things they use, uh, to see daily, thinking about the people they see daily and work together with as a whole or a sub team all having fun. So you can even do this remote and have people find things in their own home. Uh, but it turns out that the story of Cinco de Mayo is actually a really fascinating story full of ripple effects and impossible odds. So um, I think the first step, if you're going to do this, you need to gather a short history lesson and get some feedback. Uh, and you could use the following things to help the team with how they're going to provide feedback. So the Mexican flag is uh, representative of what we think we had little or no chance of working out but it just might happen, right? The French flag indicated, what do we think was the easy win, but ended up not working at all or not working as planned? The Battle of Puebla. Uh, what situation, problem, or venue you're facing that looks like it had impossible odds of working? And then the ripple effect, i.e. America. What are any ripple effects you see in the impacts that have been caused? Like if France had beat Mexico and then come to the aid of the Confederate Army in a civil war, the entire outcome in a civil war could have been drastically different. Just throwing it out there, right? It's just, it's a good thought-provoking way to get people to learn a little bit about history and to start thinking. But when you start gathering feedback and encouraging the teams to think about things in a way that helps them see how things could be interrelated and how one thing impacts another, it just makes for a really good retrospective for them to discover that their understanding of how they see things may not be exactly how things flow. And it makes them more open and more encouraged to share and be open and practice those, those qualities that are necessary in order for them to really be successful with their Agile implementation. So product managers, business leaders, happy Cinco de Mayo, teams especially, happy Cinco de Mayo to you. Uh, I hope that you're celebrating. I hope you're having an enjoyable day. And I hope that this is just a fun, open, easy retrospective where it shows how product ownership and how those type of people can get involved in a retrospective. And it's just a really, really fun tool. So I recommend you look it up, Cinco de Mayo Retrospective. It's got good stuff. It's focused on openness. And I actually like the idea. So until next time, I encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care. We'll talk again soon.